Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Encourage Podcast. It's your girl Odian, or Odian, whichever is your preference, I answer to both. Okay, let's get right into today's topic, shall we? Okay guys, so this podcast is a little bit different because I will be sharing with you some of my summer readings. I know that I can't share all of it. If you know me, you know that I love to read lock me in a room and give me a good book and you know some chai tea and I will be fine um but yeah um I'm today I'm going to be sharing with you John Mark Comer's The Rootless Elimination of Hurry I thought that this book was such a good read and if you you know if you want to get it for yourself real really highly recommended um I just basically talks about the world that we're living in right now you know it's fast pace how do we slow slow down how do we take that into consideration what do we do do we move at the pace of the world you know can we can we keep up with all of it and the answer is no we can't keep up with all of it and it's like all of us know that right we know that we can't keep up with everything but do we do we do that <laughs> no, we don't. We still keep running and running and running. So um, it's it's good to, to take it a little bit back. Just slow down. I guess that's the word. Just let us all slow down. And this book kind of just confronts that thing inside of us that is just all about hurrying. So many times I would just even think like when I'm driving and above the speed limit or something, just think like where am I why am I why am I in such a hurry you know and um so you guys in my previous podcast in one of them I talked about um how I was gonna you know risk take a risk and um it was <laughs> I, I did take a risk this week I told you guys that I was going to go camping. So I went camping with a group of friends and um, it was quite interesting. I found that, like, I found, (laughs) it was funny because I found that the campsite was louder. Like, you know, I thought I had a different vision of just the the camp and just everything but but the whole scene and everything was, was louder than the city that I, you know, was trying to escape from. But it it just helped me see a lot of things. It just gave me a clearer vision. First of all, it matters who you go camping with, for sure. Um, that was my first time. I I love to glamp, but that was this was my first time actually like tenting and all of that. It, it wasn't bad at all. I'd like the camp, the whole tenting and and stuff was was pretty good. But I would say as far as like the whole experience with camping, mm, it was quite interesting is the word. I would, I, I just, next time I would like to do it in a, in a place that had more feel of nature. It was, I went on a camp, I went on a trail, which is one of my things is hiking. So like, I just love long hikes and um, the trails that we the trail my best friend and I went on was quite short. It was like hmm, 30 minutes or thereabout. I'm like, huh? It was it was amazing. It was beautiful. But I'm like, is this all? Like, It's like it leaves you wanting for more as opposed to when you're in a bigger 
um, city, uh, not city, but in a bigger campground and, and they have lots of room and stuff, it, it just gives you that liberty to do more things. So I just I was mainly more about going to rest and um, just um, read a book, go hiking, sit by the pool, sit by the beach and read, you know, take a nap, do those things that, you know, it just... It's just so different. It's just it's just hard to come by in the in the I guess daily the the normal of your day. So I was looking forward to doing that, but I didn't get to do it as much or you know. So I think that if I had a different experience or for next time, I guess this will be for next time. I would put that into consideration. First of all, it matters the people that you go with. Second of all, it matters the place that you go to. And so that gives you, like, it all merges, um, comes together and gives you this um, amazing feel. So I think the key is just to keep practicing. Yeah, I think it is. Um, camping is fun. It's really good. Um, why I say that it matters the people that you go with is just because my friends and I just had different um different perspectives (laughs) yeah that's the word so they're more extroverted while I'm more introverted and it was just like clashing a lot so it just it just matters like it would be nice just to go with maybe one person or a couple like for me if you're if you're um big on like yeah having a big group yeah go for it and stuff but for me when I go out of the city and into the deep woods I'm not I'm not looking to I'm not looking to like have it all with the whole entire world I'm I'm looking for that you know quiet time just that peace but it was really inter- it was really interesting it was really good like um the, the one morning I woke up and I tried to find a quiet place and I did and it was nice because I had a conversation with this um this little boy of seven years old and I had the most interesting conversation. I'm like, man, what an what amazing boy, what an intelligent boy. But again, um, it was it was really good. And that if I didn't have that time, if I didn't take that time away from my tent for a little bit, I wouldn't have even had this conversation with this kid who woke, who woke up too early. Like hardly anyone was awake at the time because I was trying to get some quiet. Imagine like you're trying to get some quiet in in like the in in like a campground. I don't know. I just think that that's just um, very ironic. But yeah. Anyways, let's go back to what this podcast is about, and it's about this book that I'm re- that I've just finished reading uh, not too long ago and I'm reading something else that's similar to this book as well maybe next time I can share it with you guys but for now it is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and yeah for like a year and and so now I've been trying to do that cuz um for me I'm I'm very type A I like things, I like rules, I like things in, like, I like knowing what to do next. I like plans, you know, I like making up a routine and, you know, 
going for it that's like yeah like my life pretty much as what I love but um in this in this like busy world that we live in it can be so overwhelming that you're just like oh my gosh I didn't finish this I didn't finish this I didn't finish this on my list and so you end up hurrying and not really taking time to enjoy you know the simple things of life and just it's been my practice for over a year now just learning to do that the last book I recommended was um to hell with the hustle which is kind of by Jefferson Bethke which which is kind of along the lines of you know this this book as well but I love just learning practicing because I'm not there yet I've not gotten this thing down there might be times that I get I get in a hurry like for example case in point like when I when I got back from the camp and um I got into my vehicle again I just I just couldn't wait like I just couldn't wait to go home like it felt like in my home I would have some peace and some quiet so I was just hurrying to get home that I almost curbed my tires like I don't know if I really curbed it but um I'll have to check later on um but yeah so I was just in a hurry I was just like I can't wait to get home so I was like I can't like but yeah it's just a daily practice each day kind of just practicing and practicing and practicing until I've got this thing down and yeah also over a year ago just practicing one thing that he talks about in this book I'm gonna share it but um kind of the idea that he talks about um or something that led to his epiphany was just how busy his life was um as a pastor him um having to to do six services like teach in six services at his um church and that was not he just realized that was not sustainable he was tired and weary and he was in a hurry and and there's something that he said in in um in this part of his book he I'm going to read it. it says monday morning up early in a hurry to get to the office always in a hurry another day of meetings i freaking hate meetings i'm introvert i'm introverted and creative and like most millennials i get bored way too easily me in a lot of meetings is a terrible idea for all involved but our church grew really fast and that's part of the trouble. I hesitate to say this because, trust me, if anything, it's embarrassing. We grew by over a thousand people a year for seven years straight. I thought this was what I wanted. I mean, a fast-growing church is every pastor's dream. But some lessons are best learned the hard way. Turns out, I don't actually want to be the CEO slash executive director of a nonprofit slash HR expert slash strategies strategy guru slash leader of leaders of leaders etc i got into this thing to teach the way of jesus is this the way of jesus and that's that's a question he starts to ask himself is this the way of jesus and just even in my life just asking in your life as well is this the way of jesus when i'm when i'm hurrying and i'm in that place all the time of like oh i got to do this oh i got to do this mentally it's like i'm in a conversation with someone i'm thinking this needs to be checked off this needs to be checked off it's like you're in a hurry i don't know if you've had if you've tried having a conversation with someone you know is in a hurry it just makes you 
anxious, it's not like, it's not, it's not like you, (laughs) it's like that person has put you in their shoes almost. And it's like just that dreadful feeling of anxiety. And you can't even wait for the conversation to be over. You're like, yeah, yeah, you need to go. Okay, go. All right. Bye. And yeah. And, um, I just feel like in our world, I don't even live in that, that big of a city. My city is small compared to New York, Chicago, all these other places. But, um, many times I'm finding, like, I don't even, we hardly even have like traffic in my city. So, um, I can get to my destination in good time, pretty much. But there's just that, I guess, need to be in a hurry, you know? And so um, I'm just going to share the parts in this book that resonated with me. And I wish I could share all of it because they're all so good. But he talks about Sabbath. And Sabbath has, like, in my own life, has just been a game changer for me. And if you don't know what that is, it's just, it's actually one of the commandments, Ten Commandments of of God that he gives Moses. But um, it's like many times, it's not like we're following the Old Testament or anything like that. It's just that there are many principles that govern our lives and God put them there for a reason. So in the Ten Commandments, it talks about not... Um, not taking what doesn't belong to you, like not coveting and stuff. So that still applies now. So we can't we can't just say, oh, that doesn't apply, you know. It's like those things really Jesus said in in the gospels that all the commandments summed up in one is love your love God with all of your heart, you know, and love your neighbor as yourself. And everything like that it's it's just like love god love god with all of your heart yes love yourself love your neighbor love love god with all of your heart love your neighbor as you love yourself which pretty much states that you should love yourself so if you don't if you if you don't think about that if i don't think about those things like if i don't practice sabbath i'm 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 in essence saying that first of all um, I don't want to be, I don't want to make this like something legalistic where it's like, oh, you must do this. Like, no, it's all, all those things were put in place for, for our good, not for our demise. It was put in place for our good. So loving, practicing Sabbath or Shabbat is that recognizing that, first of all, God himself rested on the seventh day and <laughs> that's pretty important that if God rested on the seventh day like he literally and people people think like was God tired no I don't I don't think that that was the thing because God he never sleeps or slumbers that's what the word tells us that's what um Psalms tells us that God never sleeps of summer, so he it's not like he's tired, but I feel like he was modeling for us what we should be doing, really, but also teaching us that there's such a thing as just sitting back and enjoying, do taking one day to do that, and um, I've started to do that as well, like um, for 
I think a year now, just being very serious with that. A year and a year and something now. Um, I've been doing that, just being very religious, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, to to just guard that, like literally fight for my Sabbath because there's always just many things. Oh yeah, we should meet for coffee. Oh yeah, we should do this together. Oh yeah, it's like no, no, not on this day. You know, this day is sacred. This day is holy, and, and this day is just a day for me to just not engage in whatever it is that I normally engage in. Just not do the things that I usually um, do. And just take that time to rest, to enjoy, not to go, 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 but to just take in the things that usually just, they don't, instead of catching my attention, they don't because I'm just so in a hurry, in that fast, you know, pace. Anyways, um, I want to kind of share the things that he wrote about in this book and he he tells us hmm. <laughs> there's some pointers in this book okay I'm getting there almost there <laughs> okay Um, okay, so he talks about Sabbath being a, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna read a part to you and where he talks about, we live in a culture of more a culture of gaping, unquenchable lust for everything. Lust for more food, for drink, for more clothes, more devices, more apps, more things, more square footage, more experiences, more stamps on the passport, more. We have so much crap we don't need. And we call them storage units. And yeah, he just, he just talks about that need for more. But when we have that Sabbath, when we take Sabbath, we take that time to not, to just simplify, like to just not really do. Okay, so he shares what he does actually in his, in, in his own life. So he shares that for him, it's about rest and worship. So he doesn't have his own cell phone, like on his Sabbath day, he doesn't like actually in in his home they just lock all the devices the day before and they just stow it away somewhere and yeah and they just enjoy that time as a family because cell phones devices whatever it is it can't be a huge distraction and and rather than enjoying the people God's put in your life like you know the things that God's given you, you're looking or staring at a device and it's just really hugely distracting. So just taking the time to even take naps. He talks about taking naps on his Sabbath, you know, it's so good. Honestly, so good. Um, and yeah, but it's up to you to 
kind of create your own or pray, you know, or pray and ask God what he would like that for what he would like for you to do with your own Sabbath. Like for me, I would share like for me, um, what I do with my Sabbath is, um, first of all, um, there's some days that I work the weekends. So I work there's some weekends. I don't work all the weekends, but some weekend, some weekends I work. And so, and my schedule is so everywhere. So when I'm on rotation, I have five days. I'm probably working five days or four days on and, and taking some off days as well. But I ask God because my, my weekends are not really like my, my time off is not your, it's the same time off as, as most people. So it's like, so all over the place many times. But, um, so I asked, I asked God what, what I could do with my Sabbath, like how I could practice a Sabbath with having my schedule. And what he told me was through his Holy Spirit was that, you know what, the day you end your rotation, say I end my rotation on Monday, the next day should be your Sabbath. And for me, I've started to do that, that like the next day is my Sabbath. I don't, um, I don't do anything pretty much. Like I make sure that if I want to clean and cook or whatever, I have that all done on the Monday or before then, so that I'm not trying to do whatever. I'm just being, I'm just relaxing and just being with him. And then, yeah, so I try to turn off my devices. I don't store it away. Um, just this recent Sabbath, I turned off my data. Didn't, like, if people wanted to contact me via the internet or whatever, like they wouldn't be able to get through to me, but via text or something, then sure. But my email, everything's, everything related to mobile data was turned off and stuff, which kind of worked for me. So I don't know what works for you, but I would, I would also ask God and, and it's just about practicing that, right? It's not, getting i'm i'm practicing and i'm learning each day as like as it comes and i can't wait i'm looking forward to the next sabbath so that i can just try something different again but the but the key is being in the presence of god and and yes there will be distractions yes it can't be noiseless and stuff but um just learning to manage those and not letting them control us is is kind of the key here um and yeah, so I just spend time with God. I read the Psalms or like, um, yeah, just taking time. I know like in in on my Sabbath, my re- this recent Sabbath I had like last week, I I was just able to. I heard God wanting me. He wanted me to read um, the book. He wanted me to to pray for leaders this is for the leaders in my city for the political leaders of the country that I'm in and so like I just I was I journaled that I prayed and it was it was so good to to just get that off like to just talk to God about them you know you hear so much bad stuff about them and rather than 
condemn. We need to be voices that, you know, build up, not tear down. So I think that, yeah, I think that that was, that was really, really good that I got to do that. And yeah, something, yeah, so you can use your Sabbath for praying, for, yeah, doing all this other good stuff too, enjoying nature. Yeah, that's, that's one for me. I love that so much. And yeah, but some, something else that he talks about in his book that I, that really resonated with me and he shares like, he talks about rules, which I love rules, but he, he just shares his like take on it, but talks about slowing down and shares a few tips. Um, first of all, the first one, drive the speed limit. I'm just going to read through them. Second, get into the slow lane. Third, come to a full stop at stop signs. Don't text and drive. Show up 10 minutes early for an appointment. And get in the longest checkout line at the grocery store. I haven't done that one yet. Turn on your turn your smartphone into a dumb phone. Get a flip phone or ditch your cell phone altogether. Parent your phone. Put it to bed before you before you and make it sleep in. Like look at that. I'm just gonna read that part again because that is so good. Parent your phone. Put it to bed before you and make it sleep in. I'll read that again. That was confusing. Parent your phone. Put it to bed before you and make it sleep in. Keep your phone off until after your morning quiet time. So a lot of phone things here. Set times for email. Set a time and a time limit for social media or just get off it. That's so true. That one bears another repeating. Set a time and a time limit for social media or just get off it. Touche. Kill your TV. (laughs) Single task. Ooh, we like, oh my gosh, many things I want to comment on. We just want to do everything at the same time, right? We just, everything. And we just pride ourselves like, yes, I'm doing this. But it's like, hmm. But are you really focusing on that? Are you really doing all of it well? So single task. Walk slower. This is one for me. Take a regular day alone for silence and solitude. Amen. Take up journaling. Experiment with mindfulness and meditation. And um, again, he says mindfulness is just silence and solitude for a secular society. It's like prayer minus the best part. And the best part he's talking about is Jesus. And if you can, take long vacations. And it's crazy because he talks about here, like when he says, if you can't take long vacations, not like weekend vacations, because you find that or studies have shown that, um, you start to enjoy your vacation on the eighth day. Crazy, right? Um, says cook your own food and eat in. Amen to that. Like we don't need to, I feel like that's what this thing this pandemic has caused me to do most of the time is just find make my own food and yeah if it looks good I want to if it looks good on Pinterest or something I want to try that recipe 
and taste it and see what it it tastes like. So lately I've been finding that I don't even need to visit any restaurants. I don't need to waste my money there. I can just buy stuff from the store and make it. And hey, it's like I know what I'm putting in in my own food. It's like bad enough that I'm not at the farm or something growing my own vegetables and all of that. But also not cooking your own food. It just, I just think that uh, that shouldn't be a habit. So making sure that I'm I'm cooking my food is so important to me now, just even health health wise. Yeah. So I think yeah, he that's all he shares like in in that chapter. But just slowing down, just even I've I started to do this where I've come come to like realize that many times I don't come to a complete stop at the stop sign like where am I rushing to and like even driving at the driving the speed limit many times like I'm just like oh I'm over by like maybe it's a maybe it's a 50 limit zone I'm driving a 53 no 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 no. go back to 50 yeah it just helps to slow down stuff I don't need to be in a hurry it can wait I can do one thing at a time and I'm trying to do that for myself that I'm not doing too many things at one time and and I don't know what that looks like for you but whatever it is um I just I hope you try this I hope you whatever however this looks like for you I think that our world needs less anxiety I think Lots of times people, I, I don't, I'm not well studied on mental health and all of that, but I feel like this would really help or our mental health. This would really help our mental health if we, if we just slow down, stop being in a hurry. All right, until next time. Bye.